I'm Laura Green. Welcome to the Sapphic Book Review Podcast, the show that brings you the best in sapphic fiction. Join me as I chat with authors, narrators, and friends who share my love for the genre. You will learn things you didn't know about your favorites and get some suggestions for your next read. Thanks for listening, and be sure to subscribe. Welcome to the Sapphic Book Review Podcast. Today's guest has an exciting new project and is here to give us a scoop. Eric Lee, welcome, and thanks for being here. Hi, thank you for having me. Before we get to the secret project, let's talk about A Lesbian's Guide to Women, releasing on April 27th. I read it last week, and not only is it super hot, but it has another hilarious grandma character. (laughs) Tell us about Annalise and Brindley and grandma. So... Annalise, at least in the beginning of the book, believes that she is straight, and much to her dismay, her grandma decides to sign her up for a lesbian hookup app, or a woman-on-woman hookup app, and she can't understand why, since she's not into women, but her grandma kind of, you know, I don't want to say force, because that's a little bit of a strong word, but... Encourage encourages her to to give it a try, and she does. And yeah, where Brindley comes in is is Brindley is a bartender and sees Annalise really mess up on her first attempt with the the hookup, and swoops in like her knight in shining armor to offer to teach her how to have sex with women out of the kindness of her heart. <laughs> and then yeah, and then I mean, Grandma is just I I just love writing old ladies who are just hilarious. I think part of it's kind of because it reminds me of my grandma in a way. I mean, she was never at quite as ridiculous as like the characters that I make. And I she didn't really get that chance because I wasn't out while she was still alive. But, but I'd like to think that if I was, she would have kind of been how how these grandmas are in my books. So she definitely liked wine. So all the the inspiration of the grandma in this book being very into wine came from from my grandma. My grandma was hilarious. She called me one day after I came out at like 30 something years old. And she said, now how do women have sex? <laughs> and I pretended I had a bad connection and couldn't answer her what, what, question. What's that? What's that? Oh, sorry. Can't hear you. Bye. I can't hear. <gasps> yeah, no, thank you. And luckily, she never asked again, because yeah, that would yeah. have been, Oof. yeah, weird. By the way, the name of the dating app, classic. <laughs> yes. The first time I laughed out loud. I don't even remember how I came up with that, but I remember when I, like, came up with it, I literally remember, like, writing and just, like, giggling to myself as I wrote it. So the sex scenes are pretty plentiful. How many did you put in this book, and which of your other couples do you think could give Annalise and Brinley competition in the So Much Sex department? Oh, man. I don't know how many scenes I put that are. Do, do you know? Do you know the number? A lot. I did not count them. Because <laughs> I do not know what the number is. So many. I mean, in the book, not to give too much away, but Brinley makes a sapphic sex syllabus. And what, there's 10 lessons as part are, of that? I, so like, I feel like I need to probably brush up on a few of those. Myself. Yeah, I know, right? I, I could definitely use those lessons. So, <laughs> <laughs> Or, I mean, no, I shouldn't admit that, but I would be the one giving the lessons, obviously. But yeah, so I mean, there's, yeah, I, I don't know how many scenes are, but there's, there's a good amount. It was definitely a lot to write. I mean, I guess the only ones who really come close would be Nicole and Courtney from The Last to Leave, but even they, they, they don't didn't. hit that level. 
Who are your inspirational authors who inspire you with their sex scene writing? Um, that's a great question. I don't know, actually. Oh, man. I just feel like so many sapphic authors like do a really good job of writing sex scenes. They're like hot, yet at the same time, they do move the story forward, which it's hard to get both of those. But I I can't think of just one person. (sighs) I can't I, I can't choose one. It's too hard. It is. I think this may be your funniest book yet. Oh, good. I'm glad. That's what I was going for. I was going for light and funny with this one, so. You nailed it. Good. Perfect. One of our mutual friends had an absolutely hilarious situation that you wrote into the book. Yeah. I'm not going to say who it was or what happens, but what did she think about you writing that in the book? She thought it was hilarious. As (laughs) soon as it happened, I was like, I will find a way to put this in a book. Because I was writing this one, luckily... I was like, okay, that's going to be pretty easy to fit into this story. So I did. And it's, I mean, I think it's one of the funniest scenes in the book, (laughs) if if not the funniest scene. So that's all I'll say. Just so everyone knows, I'm putting it out there now because I'm, I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for the review that says that there's a scene and it wouldn't, what happened wouldn't happen. And I want everyone to know that if you get to it and think that wouldn't actually happen, it does. It did. It does. We did. Just trust me. (laughs) (laughs) Your adorable son Paxton keeps growing up. What is he into these days? And has he said anything outrageous lately? Oh, man. He is out of his mind. He's crazy. The other day, he, uh, he climbed onto our kitchen table and tried to hang from the light in our kitchen. Yeah. Yeah, he's not good. But the funny thing is, a few years ago, we were having a Christmas party at our house and my wife had had a lot to drink and she was actually talking about how she wanted to hang from a light in our house. So, I mean, he he clearly gets it from her. We really thought that, you know, we were being safe by me having the child, giving him my genetics. But he's exactly like my wife, which is just, I mean, it's great. <laughs> That's right. I'm trying to think if he said anything crazy. I mean, he's always he's always saying saying crazy things, but I can't think of anything specific right now, but he's oh, he's always he's always causing trouble, but he means well. Well, that's all that matters. Exactly. And he'll be growing up and cause you much more trouble oh, as yeah. years go by. <laughs> Mine are 18 and 16, still cause me trouble. Yeah. You have a book available for pre-order that you'll be releasing on May 27th. You haven't given any details about the book. Can you give us a hint? I know. I'm trying to think of, <laughs> I was like trying to think of like hints that I wanted to to give. The first hint I'll give, which isn't really a hint, but it's a hint of a hint, <laughs> <laughs> is just to over the next, you know, month and a half till it comes out, if you follow me on social media pay close attention to things because there will be hints dropped along the way. There was already one hint dropped. That's all I'll say about that. And I'm trying to think. I had something I was going to say, but it might be too much. In case like anyone's wondering, because I do have cameos in books a lot. So if anyone's wondering if you will see anyone who has been in prior stories, you will. Ah, so I'll that's give something. you that. Yes. You have a history of torturing readers. First, you kill Willow. I know. And now you're being a big book tease. I know. Why did you decide to release a book and 
teases like this. What is wrong with you exactly? Yeah, that's a great question. I'm just always trying to think of new ways to like do something different, you know, and at one point I was like, hey, how would I kill someone? Why not? And then now I was, I I don't know, maybe it's the fact that Taylor Swift is on tour and this seemed like a very like Taylor Swift thing to do to like put out a secret book and like drop hints along the way. Probably giving myself too much credit by comparing myself to Taylor (laughs) Swift, but you know, that's kind of the vibe I was going for, like the sapphic romance version of Taylor Swift. (laughs) Again, way too much credit for myself, but you know. Not at all. Taylor Swift is cool, but you, I think, are much cooler. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. (laughs) After your mystery book, what else do you have planned for this year? So I have a few books that I have ideas for. And also one, there was a book that I actually started in November for NaNoWriMo. And I got the 50,000 words by the end of November. And then, so for anyone who doesn't know, for NaNoWriMo, the goal is to get 50,000 words throughout the month of November. And I hit that and was just so happy that I hit my goal that I was just kind of like, I'm done. And then when it was time to get back to writing, after I took a few weeks off, I had a bunch of other ideas pop in my head. I tried to go back to the book that I had been writing in November, and I was like, I just can't focus on this right now. And that's when I kind of came up with uh, a lesbian's guide to women because I was like, I need something light and fun. But anyways, I'm rambling. The book that I started in November is, it's kind of hard to explain, but it's about this girl who has made a career out of teaching people how not to get attached in relationships And her whole thing is that you shouldn't, like, whoever you're with, they shouldn't be the last person you talk to at night because then you, like, have that connection to them that then if you go to break up, you're all sad because you don't have anyone to, like, say goodnight to and things like that. So it's, like, that whole idea that you shouldn't get attached and you shouldn't say goodnight, you shouldn't say good morning. But the truth is that she says that you should text, like, a random number at the end of the night, or she makes, she created an app that you can text to kind of like talk to a bot, like a smarter child Instagram days type thing. But the truth is that she has been texting a number the whole time that she thinks used to belong to her ex. She doesn't think that it's her ex's number anymore, but she's been texting it. That's the number that she texts every night. And she's telling the person she thinks she's texting no one but she's texting as if she is texting her ex so she really doesn't know how to let go and not be (laughs) attached but then it turns out that her ex has actually been getting them the whole time and yeah it goes from there but ah yeah interesting so that's that's the one i'm working on now so that one was a little bit more deep and in-depth and i was just like "Eh, i don't feel like doing that right now so that's when i went to lesbian's guide to women and then ended up doing this secret book And now I'm getting back to that one. And I have a few, two other young adult book ideas that I might do at some point. (laughs) And I also had promised it was supposed to come out this past December that I was going to put a sequel out to what's Willow's book. And then I met you. (laughs) Um, I I have no memory, but I, I still haven't written that because I was going to. And when I, back last year, when I sat down to write, I was like, well, this is depressing. (laughs) (laughs) So that one I also have to write because I I do have people still saying like, hey, you promised us that you would write the sequel to that book. And I'm like, I know, but I have to reread the original and (laughs) then I'm going to cry. And 
It's yeah, my you fault, will. but it is your fault. So your fault. Yeah, I'm still pissed about it. what I was thinking. <laughs> this one will, though. I will say that. I mean, even though I haven't written it, I do have ideas of what's going to happen. And this one, I mean, it's obviously going to have sad parts because we're going to be thinking of Willow and the fact that she's gone. But this is a happy story of Rosemary's second it. chance at love. So. I don't trust you anymore. I'll have to just That's what everyone says. When I said, do you trust me? I'm putting out this secret book. They're like, no, you killed me. No, of course we don't (laughs) trust you. But like, the thing is, what's not to trust? Like, I told everyone going into that book that she was going to die. So actually, I'm very trustworthy. I said from the beginning, hey, this girl's going to die at the end. And what happened? She died. (laughs) You're right. You are a woman of your word. Exactly. Erica, thanks so much for joining me today. And we will be meeting in person in Denver. Yes, at I cannot wait. It's going to be the best. I have already have like an itinerary of places I will be drunk and acting like a fool. Perfect. Can't wait. Yes. I'll I be can't there wait either. For everyone. Yes, you will. <laughs> <laughs> we will definitely be having drinks together. Oh, yeah, for sure. Thanks so much. It's good to see you. Yeah, thank you. Thanks so much for listening. And thanks again to Erica Lee for joining me. You can follow Erica on social media at Erica Lee Author to keep up with all the latest on her new mystery book. To support this podcast, you can buy me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash sapphiclaura. Or you can join my Patreon at patreon.com slash sapphicbookreviewpod. Thanks again for listening. And until next time, happy reading. 